last time on The Empire's Edge. My Lord, people weak in their hold on power only see people trying to take it. And he gives you a hand sign. And you know that this would be, he, he needs to be gone for a while. You do believe that they have been waiting very specifically for all of you and that they are not trusting this cavalry unit that's been with you all this time. Huh. Boris Kirsanov, Baron of Morskman, reconfirm your fealty to me. Baron Cutler, you know I cannot. No more so than you would affirm fealty to me. That if he snapped his fingers, it'd be combat right now. So in that awkward silence that follows, he addresses the entire crowd that's there. And he says, but of course, to the three of you, you have my unending gratitude for escorting the ambassador, Vedran Yanovich, with whom I'll confer now to determine what our trade negotiations uh, are and how they've developed. I appreciate your attendance here. And you are excused. I don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I'll probably be last of our bunch to turn and leave. I imagine you can cut the tension with a fork. So, or a knife. <laughs> you can cut a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was going to say spoon, but... Yeah, you go. To emphasize that it's not the cutting implement doing the cutting. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I, uh, I will start to make Chunky. my way out. Chunky. <laughs> so, anybody doing any last insights before you go? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I agree. That's sure. a good suggestion. I'm really good at insights. You seem to be prompting me for something, so I'll... I'll bite. Well, just there was so much tension about who's reading whom at the very end of the last one. 21. Ooh, I got your beat. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Take it or leave it. I so, didn't know we were going for the lowest roll. So it's then, golf. Always has been. I, I guess in that Second case edition, that Jacob's like, um, I, I got a land holding. I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm got, in charge of my home now. I got all of my hometown, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm in charge. Don't but raise my rent. The the other two of you, <laughs> what... <laughs> What you really How picked poor are up you that you're still renting that house. <laughs> well, house hut. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think that we we start all that it is was Lude Miller's, so there's probably no rent whatsoever. But what the the two of you, Zellen and Boris, picked up on is that you really do believe that that he doesn't trust you the way that his father trusted all of you, and you're getting the idea that he feels as though you're holding something back, like holding something back and related to his own political goals. Do I notice like people that seems recky to me running up to him? Because if he's feeling um, shaky on his throne, they're going to want to be surrounding him, pumping him up because then he's going to like them better. So do I notice Zrek people kind of trying to get near him? No, not here and now with that, that, that direct and obvious way that it was down in Arkland. There could be, well, you know, there's probably Zrex here yep. somewhere in the... Words the, the probably concept. got back to them about what happened. But yeah. nothing quite so overt. And that could have its own implications. Mm -hmm. That if Zrex are here, they're, they're maybe adjusting and taking a different role. This but, whole meeting, nothing, it happened like, like we're in relation to the palace. You're right in front of it. Less palace, more keep. Okay. Yeah, it is more of a keep. But then you, you never got into it yet. Okay. You're, you're right outside it, like in a tilt yard, a practice yard. Do okay, we notice any new statuary? Uh, no, there's no, there's no new statue. Pointed comment. Yeah, really. 
one, can we knock it over and break it? Or is it actually living? It'll fly overhead. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I was actually thinking of a statue for the person who... Um... Oh, Casimir. Oh. <laughs> there is a statue of Casimir. There is adjacent to that area. There is a statue of Casimir. Was I the only one who remembered that? Uh, I, I that did. was a whole big thing. I, I did too, but I was thinking about other things that like were statue Roderick Ca- Casimir Cutler now because of that incident. <laughs> That's amazing. I forgot about that. You know, <laughs> how did you forget about that? I don't that? know. I go up to the statue and I, 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 I nod and I, 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 I thank. Feel a sense of kidnapping and then get smited because yeah. he says wrecked. <laughs> is there any indicate like how good is the statue? Is there like they carved something into the statue that Casimir had on his body that would make us think? Wait, wait, he was his wreck the whole time. What he looked like? He looked just like any guard. Like okay. they actually you know, chiseled him out looking like a guard from that area. Okay. So he, he very, very you know, non-descript. You wouldn't yeah. know a feature looking at it, but yeah. his name Sufficiently stylized there. that it could be any guard that happens to be wandering by and needs right. a you know, morale boost. <laughs> but you yeah, notice the could pigeons don't poop on it. Ah. Yeah. Is they there, avoid it because it's evil. <laughs> it, has Roderick uh, taken this time to very quickly put up any statues of himself or anything that narcissistic? He has not. Okay. Yeah, it, it looks that most of his changes have been... The town itself is growing by leaps and bounds, even more so than when his father was here. But it looks like it's the military. He's growing his his military presence much stronger. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. I feel a lot less welcome so in this town. So where do we head to? There's only um, one place where we know people in this druids. town. Druids. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. All right. Well, then it's just a ride to the, I guess, yeah, still a ride. You, you said you're keeping the horses. Mm. It's a, a ride to what used to be just on the outskirts of town and yeah. has now been enveloped by this town and the tent city around it. Uh, that same house that was that was owned and, and lived in by June Tannell and Drew Lander and Aina Moore. And when you get there, they're outside in their gardens and they jump up immediately and they rush to you, particularly Zellen, and greet you. They're so happy to see you. I do have a question. Um, the The soldiers that went with us that weren't exactly welcomed back with open arms, what are they doing? Did they, did they stick around with us or did they just kind of try and I think assimilate they were, back into palace life? Yeah, I think they were dismissed to the barracks. Okay. They would have had to have been. And mm. it, it does look as though a couple of them are, are as the that small contingent rides off, there's a couple of them that stay right there and they're watching the three of you ride in a different direction. And you have the feeling that if somebody said to them, you guys can do it, you're, you're dismissed from service here in Warland Barony, that they would maybe even want to go with you. Okay. I just didn't know, like, if that had actually happened, I missed it, or, like, if there was anyone else with us, but okay. So. Well, given that, that's probably the best in for my Additional character. character, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, you're being flocked by your friends. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what I'm going to want to do is catch up with them, find out what's going, what's what changes they've seen in the town, how they're feeling about things, and then also share with them that we've now got two new druid circles in the area, that if we can link our three druid circles, um, that that would make a nice power um, base. And all three of them are very excited about that. They've also been working on growing their own circle here, adding more people to it. But June Tannel in particular is very interested in the developments in uh, Weldon as well as in Arkland itself, that, that there's implications that this old Bravis or even the Crenn Protectorate religion was more akin to what the Druids practice now than what's being practiced in the Confederation of Duchies and the Church of Uko is very tantalizing to her and wants to find out more about that. But politically, she tells you mostly what you already know, 
that there is not a martial law here, but there is a heightened military presence. Crime is very, very low. People come to her more for herbal remedies, medicines, some spell casting, but it's odd for the three of them because their their little hut, their little house is now inside town right. where it used to be just outside of town. Yeah. And it's it's something of a, a nasty tent kind of city construction area all around it as they're just trying to live their lives. So she says, we're scouting a place further into the Brimroar to, to reestablish a new house for ourselves because this house might not be tenable to us for very much longer. Well, I have a place called Ogden Vale that I, I'm not going to be living in. You guys should go and check it out. How how close is it? Not. Yeah. It's, like, so, it's the a, day or two away. It's the other end. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not. It's the other end. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be near uh, Karn Keldley. Oh, darn. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But they, they, they appreciate that for a moment. Like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but then, but we would certainly, we would certainly uh, appreciate your help to helping us find a place outside into the brim roar. Yeah. Something not too far into the wilds, but something we could still experience nature with. Okay. Okay. I'll, yeah. um, I mean, you know, we can think about things, places we've seen or, um, because we've been through these woods a lot, like areas that we might think might be good. Yeah, honestly, maneuvering towards Hiller would probably be your best call with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what, what exactly, how the road takes us back there, but how many of the places that we've already kind of seen or helped establish or at least get back on their feet, are we going to be walking back through on our way to, where's the... Izongo's Tower. 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 Yeah, well, they're pushing a new road through there, and you didn't get that from, from yeah, anybody Hiller here just to Shepton, now. Right? From Hiller to Shepton, yeah. right. And, and they're also connecting... Hiller, right? Yeah, exactly, from ah. Worland to Hiller as well. Because you guys took boats, and if anything, to, to retroplay that, I oh. made it too fast, boat travel. Uh, but, you know, it's neither oh, here yeah. nor there. But also, we took boats in the complete wrong direction. I think we went around the world the opposite way, because I think you're supposed to be saying north the whole time we were going yeah, no, south. south. <laughs> <laughs> so... You would. And I don't think anyone would have known had you two not just brought it up right now. (laughs) We found India. Oh, well. So you will be taking roads, but not through any places that you've you've gone through before. Not at this point. Not till you get much, much closer to Azonga's Tower. So assuming you guys are leaving the very next day, or if you stay for a couple of days, is there certain kinds of preparations you want to do, things you want to set up or look into for this, what I'm assuming is a brief stay in Warland? I didn't have a single thing that... uh anchored on being in Warland. I don't, Mm-mm. nothing ties me here. Yeah. I was just like resting up, resupplying before heading out to, um, uh, home, <laughs> you know, leaving up, heading up North. Right. So, you know, I wonder, um, I, I don't, we know that a Zongo tower is going to work. Would we be optimal with four? It, um, it, it'd we be need optimal at least seven. Oh, okay, yeah. optimal seven, but but I think we'll probably need at least three. So should we talk to any of your, any of the people that were in your service to see if they want to join us since you're breaking off? Uh, I have a suspicion they'd make that decision on their own, that they're already weighing options, and that if we were to go to any of them directly, we'd cause an overt political schism. Okay. I just, Okay. As much as I dislike Roderick, I don't want to touch off a civil war if I can avoid it. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, probably a coup is the very thing you'd be afraid of from you. Right, yeah. So, you know, rather than getting home and getting an ally, I'd just get arrested. And 
one of the things Again. that I was thinking about <laughs> when I was like going through all these different ideas and what would be really nice would be, you know, having someone that we trust that stays at the tower. If, if like even incorporating the area or doing what we can to best hide the area, doing one of the things to either help it hide in plain sight or to do more even to make it a harder to reach place. And who better to do that than druids? Yeah. Yeah, so, fair. Yeah. <laughs> if we, if we, if you trust like your people here rather than, rather than the soldiers that we would be getting from the army here, if there's druids here or druids that we can pull from the surrounding areas, if we're going to be closer to Hiller or closer to Weldon. If if that would be a good way of doing that, it'll that be closest be... to Hiller. So, yeah. do we want to go and check it out first, and then send them up there, or do we want to invite them now? Um, let's give them the invite now, okay? Because they'll still need to like get their stuff together to relocate. Okay, so I'll talk to Gene about that. Yeah, they okay. want a new location. How about a tower that's invisible in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. How how far? Well, in... people do come to them for help, so it might be a fourth circle that they set up because. You know, they want people to be able to find them. Well, for they're, help they're wanting stuff. to relocate. So I think they'd just relocate and then kind of make it a known. The only issue then is that their people is, are going to Izongo's Tower. Right. Well, I think for them, relocating just meant finding a place, maybe, you know, 15 minute walk outside of the yeah. current town. Right. So they didn't mean relocating very far. But is there any one of you think more than others? You know, June herself, Drew or Ana? Yeah, who, I would talk to June. Okay. Who's who I have the biggest relationship with. So let's say just during that day when you're, you're first there, everyone's like unpacking their gear for the day. Kind of the debriefing. Do we have permission from them to just like crash in their loft or something? I, I could rent a room at the end, but I don't feel like You it. do. They, you know, to, to utilize the place the best of their, you know, your ability and, and their ability to accommodate. So yes. So you talk to June and you, you propose this idea. Any particular way you spin this or how are you saying it? Or are you trying to make this an yeah. actual persuasion or... No, because if they don't want to do it, I don't want to talk them into doing it because it, it could be a place that they have to defend. Um, so I think I'm going to be honest about the fact that right now people don't know it exists, that we we were on a mission and so discovered it. Um, we do know that somebody followed us to that point, but has now been eliminated. So um, you know, but we don't know if he was able to magically share that information with somebody else that, that we don't know. Um, so there right now it doesn't generate any interest. Nobody really knows about it, but that could change. And it's an area that really needs to be protected. Um, so if we'd have to be honest about the potential risks. Yeah, if you went there, you'd be taking a more active role in a potential war. Right. Yeah. And it sounds like whoever that person is, and probably one of the three of us is most likely, they'd also be on their own. They'd be alone there. I would say not. I would say they'd want people with them because the tower activates by multiples. So if you needed to activate the tower for a reason, I would say they do not want to be alone there. Um, that. And also just from the safety standpoint, you would like to have at least one other person to watch your back. Right. Yeah. I would say they'd want, you'd want three or four people up there, up to seven. But well, we don't want to relocate the whole circle from here. Well, uh, she said she's been adding to the circle, so. Oh. Well, even then, Warland is not the Warland of even a few months ago. Um, I tactically would suggest a relocation, a more extreme relocation than just outside the wall. So she takes all of this in. And she's thinking about what this is going to mean or what would it, what would change. Drew Lander speaks up and he says, I could do that. And he turns to June and says, I could go there and take two of our, our initiates with me. 
And then as um, both Zelen and Jacob move on to whatever the next portion of their mission is, that we could stay there, maybe unravel some mysteries, utilize the place, but then also defend it if needed or keep it safe. Maybe make it a point of communication and establish a druid presence there that's more permanent than you are yourself, Zalan. Well, I could see value to that. And what I would suggest is that then we also get a druid or two from each of the other circles, get a druid or two from Weldon, get a druid or two from um, Arkland. Arkland, so that this Azongo's Tower doesn't belong to a single druid circle, but that all the druid circles in this area are engaged in protecting it and, um, and, and p- potentially exploring it. And they start nodding Boris, their heads in Jacob, agreement. Jacob, you agree with that? Uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah, that they're, they, they seem to be in agreement with it too. And Drew says, well, then it's decided. Uh, I'll make preparations right now and I'll see what two people I think be best for that. When are you departing? Tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, soon. Yeah. Sir Boris, uh, Lord Kirsanov, uh, what, when are you departing to head north? Uh, in the morning tomorrow. This is a, a quick trip then. All right, then. I'll make preparations now. And Drew gets up and, and goes into other rooms to start organizing things to go along with the two of you. I was not given any leads from any of the other uh, Steel Cloud members of anyone I might talk to in Warland. Was oh, that's I? an interesting idea. I don't. I, 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 I think I vaguely remember asking, and I don't remember if the answer was just like a kind of like a nondescript, like, no, we don't really know who's over there. Or there there is no steel cloud here. So this okay. is this is just Jacob's ears. There is no steel cloud here anymore. There <laughs> was one. By <laughs> there was one. <laughs> he is... He is oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A turncoat, <laughs> as far as we know. A so, turncoat retrieved by his allies. So it is really a, a gap in the net right now. And it's a, it's a growing, important place. And it's a tough place to have that kind of gap. And we have to retro play this. You talking to probably, um, I think they remember asking. I just don't remember what the outcome was of that yeah, conversation. That I think that was with Carl Woodvane. What? What? If I didn't say it, I intended to, and then forgot in the moment. He would want you to scout and look for a person that could be somebody drawn into it. Okay. From this region, and not that that would that would happen, you know, within a week or three, but it would be something that happens maybe over the course of the next six months. Okay, I, um, like I said, I'm, I don't think I'm going to find that person in the less than 24 hours. No, I'm going to be here. So, no. uh, and particularly because things are really, the, the dust hasn't settled in uh, in Warland yet as things keep changing. Okay. All right, so any spell preparations, changes, things like that? Um, <laughs> yes, I, I, I can't do that. I can't, you've got loads of spells. I can't, I can't change them out though. Oh yeah, because you just have the batch. Yeah. Um, I can't recall if I've recast things into the ring, but uh, if I haven't, I'm putting two branding smites and a protection from evil and good into it. Okay. Aside from that, I'm good with my loadout. Yeah, so I have a spell, um, Comprehend Languages, and since I know we're going back to Azongo's Tower, I'm going to get that spell ready. I don't actually, I could use it as a ritual as well. Um, Then that way... um, we might be able to glean even more information up there at the tower. Did that have limitations like uh, spoken or, or text? Or is it just in general you can just understand the language fully, written or spoken? I do not know. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, I can find out. I mean, it, it would. It, it's it's just vague enough that it sounds like it would be like a. Yeah, you now it's, yeah, it's like after casting, you are fluent in that language, both written and spoken. But my link says no such spell. Oh, cool. <laughs> the spell doesn't exist. We will you check this out sometime in the future. Um, 
but it's right good to now. know you ha- you have it prepared. So when we're in the moment, we can know what it does. Right. Um, everything except for uh, secret messages in a text or glyph, such as an arcane sigil, oh. that isn't part of a written language. There you go. So yeah, uh, must be t- touching written surface um, or hearing spoken conversation. Okay. Cool. Good to know. But I might even be able to. I don't know if everything. those um, spiders communicate with each other because maybe. You learn something from them. Telepathy isn't spoken, and thus far they haven't spoken. That's the catch. Telepathy's not spoken. Okay, so next morning, if everyone's done the things they want to do, uh, Jacob's also picturing you always in the evenings working on, like, re-pointing arrows or putting fletchings on some of the spares, putting those owl fletchings back on something else. Actually, I'm more than like, I do have a a, a bunch of just materials. I'll just go ahead and convert those back over into arrows. I remember you sharpening my hammer. (laughs) (laughs) I just polish it. All right. So next morning, everything is all bundled up and it's probably the most quiet preparation for departing any of you guys have had because you're all going to ride (laughs) to the north side of the expanded area of the, the town now, small city. And two of you are turning east and then heading a little south and then one's heading further north. And that's how your day's going to ride Can on. Zelen make a pouty face? Or is that just totally out of Zelen character? I think that's totally That is Zellen totally character. in yeah. Zelen yeah, character. Yeah, very Zelen character. It's Zelen's just totally not... making a pouty face. Yeah, okay, neat. <laughs> we, uh, do you think I want to be leaving? <laughs> we, we, make, we make a big stink out of it, but not like a public stink, just... Letting Boris know that he will be... We make a private stink. A private stink. <laughs> wow, that he, sounds horrible. You're a pivotal role of this member of this team, and you've been here since the beginning of our mission, but yeah, we understand. I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this. I mean... We had the same mission, but your mission has changed, yeah. and we cannot fault you for that. Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to a baron. <laughs> No, no uh, you you will always have our support and loyalty. I don't know how we're, I, I don't know how we're going to be able I, to complete our mission without you. I know you. the two of you. I know how resourceful you two are. You'll have this handled. And you'll probably have this wrapped up before the Civil War is done. So when you're done with this, come up north and help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the reality for traveling, you probably have something like a two or three month journey heading north. Uh, even staying at Cushy Inns the whole way. Yeah. Not not as bad as last time, because I got a horse this time, yeah. but uh, still. <laughs> and then at that turnoff then, the two of you are heading east for a little ways, and then you're heading south, and uh, Boris. So it's just the two of us. That's weird. Yeah. Who? And Boris, you continue Oh, no, on. wait a minute. It's three, because we have... Um, did Drew come with us? Drew, yeah, Drew Lander's with All you. Right, so okay. at least, so and at least wow. there's still three of us. He got some prep done. Quick. And he has uh, two accolades, younger druids are with him. Oh, we're right. a whole adventuring party. All right. Yeah, so. Yeah. Just mostly druids. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm the only one that's not a druid. Uh-huh. And like you're a ranger. Which Congrats. You're... you're the melee combatant. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, although a ranger is like about like at least one quarter druid, right? Something uh, like that. Half caster, so technically half druid. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm the melee combatant. It wasn't my intent before, but it's what else is new. Right. So uh, after about roll a perception, Boris, as you were, you know, riding further oh, north and, and east. Yeah, your your favorite, favorite one. Yeah, I'm already getting ambushed on the road. That didn't take long at all. Don't worry. If you ask me to roll an insight, I'll be very worried. Yeah. Uh, crime is lower in Warland because it's all been pushed out. 
Uh, take a seven. Right. So a rider comes up on you and you had no idea he was coming up on you. That there was not any, look, a rider's approaching from can a we mile still, off. Are, he, is he too far? We, can we hear him or anything? No, you guys have already turned off. And at that point you would have uh, headed east just a little way until the road bends south. Uh, you would be crossing at a ford and you're up into the brim roar. Once you cross that, you should have mm, sent those him some, lower have regions some kind of, of the, call for help thing. rather the upper regions of the Talfava River, you, um, you yeah, know, headwaters. So that's a fair point. You're a baron. Did you bring any protection with you? Um, I'm in what is nominally an enemy barony. I am my protection. Okay. Yeah. So a ride comes to you and uh, the person's like, you know, just, just sweating and gasping as he yells to you. And he says, Baron Morskeman, Baron Morskeman. Well met. And uh, he rides up, you know, a runner from Arkland. Uh, these came for you almost a day after you left. Uh, I've been pursuing you ever since. Well done. And I, I'll hand him a gold for that kind of ridiculously exuberant service. Um, he gives like what's tantamount to a salute. And, yeah. uh, but he's riding like in proximity to you, obviously in case there's a, re- a reply or response that needs to be made in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, what he hands you are two sealed letters. Okay. One is sealed with the signet of Morskeman. Okay. Uh, and you recognize it as being your mother's signet ring. Yeah, it makes sense. I wasn't expecting to see my father. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> wow, that probably spiked the audio. <laughs> I didn't expect that comment. Sorry. And the other one is from the the supreme sig the supreme abbot of Arngel College, Sigmund. Oh, who's, that who's, I was not expecting. Who's you would also. So which one do you want to, uh, you're going to read these things. Uh, um, which one do you want to get the news from first? Mom's first. That when you when you scan through this and read it, you probably have to read it twice because you're stunned at what she's saying. One, she's expressing her total grief and understanding that she wants you back, that Morskeman needs you back, but that she's been told and has learned and recognized that your mission in the South, where it seems so far and is so far from Morskeman, could do so much greater good for the civil war and for the whole region where Morskeman would benefit from you being there. All the Confederation would benefit from what you're doing now. And she's recommending that you stay here in the South. Oh, wow. Yay, come find us. Wow. And Sigmund's? Uh, when you open up Sigmund's, uh, it's a much briefer letter and where your mother's expressed the grief that you knew that it would have to have any communication from her. Uh, Sigmund acknowledges it, but moves right past it almost in a, a, yeah, yeah. Quit your crying. We got mess. We got a mission from God. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Uh, the saying just that, that, that you must complete this mission, that he understands the, the emotional, um, pain you're going through. But you must complete this mission that if the Zarex get a hold, he only refers to them as the items that, that you're pursuing. If the Zarex get hold of that, then they'd be a power unchecked. I'm glad he's up to date on what's going on. And it can't be allowed to happen. And then he also says... Oh, yeah, he's Steel Cloud. Of course he's up to date on what's going on. <laughs> that, that there is another like you, and it's so oblique like another baron yeah uh, you're kind of a cousin in our yeah, uh, a knight or whatever that he might be able to send south to aid in some capacity but he seems uncertain of that and then wishes you strength and and wants uko to to watch over you and lasden to guide you and signs it simply with his name like first name so now what wow wow um 
So yeah, I, the, the uh, decision still is for you. Then. Yeah, shakes I, the envelope a little bit, and an Olive Garden gift card comes out. And it's like, oh, okay, it's not just a letter. I hand the Olive Garden gift card to uh, the runner. <laughs> <laughs> well, three silvers um, as further appreci- appreciation. No reply is needed. You've performed an excellent service. Uh, can you recommend a place where I could stay in uh, in Warland? And I'll indicate an inn. Okay, and um, then he takes off much more slowly. Yeah. <laughs> While I am riding hard to catch up with these two that I need to protect. Yay! We have our Boris back. We have our Boris back. So a couple of hours after you guys departed from each other, go ahead and roll perceptions. And I'm going to nail this one. I'm going to throw it on the table for you. Nail this one. Well. Ooh, I actually did. Oh, I did not. Perception you asked for? 21. Yeah. I'm still too sad. E- excellent. So while everyone else is moping over their saddle, uh, Jacob, always head on a swivel, uh, looks over his shoulder, and you can see that there is uh, a knight in armor bearing down on you hard coming from the north. I'm imagining I recognize the colors. Uh, or the circlet. Even though I'm not attuned to it, I might as well still wear it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's Boris. Yeah. And he's coming at you like he's either... Um, wanting to ride just past you because you're riding into danger or he's attacking you. Yeah, he's coming I'm either unforcing you or helping you. <laughs> and in the same moment, I'm just going like, you know what? Good riddance. I think we're better off without him. I think that we could definitely, he's coming up behind us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then within minutes as the whole, the whole group, the five of you, uh, turn and stop and face toward the other direction in the road, you can see that uh, Boris is pushing that horse hard and uh, and riding on and rides right up to where you yeah, guys are. Rain in up to them. Here's and... the moment for an insight. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. He's attacking! Natural one. He's got his hammer in hand. He's like, no, I literally don't. <laughs> um, and I'll give them the gist on the letters that, um, you know, for political and religious stability... I need to be here doing things, not up north doing things. Yay! I I accept it. I, absolutely. God said, go do the mission. You do the mission. Well, the Pope said. The Pope said, God said. Oh, well, <laughs> and beyond that, Mom said. Mom said, too. <laughs> if there's yeah. anyone who has more pull, more clout than God, Mom. Facts. Yeah, now that's a quote that should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. Back <laughs> on Subscribestar so we can start making some freaking merchandise from all these. <laughs> all right, so then you guys continue. Uh, you're writing down. So uh, emotionally, Boris. A fellowship reunited. What's your what's Yay. your state emotionally with all of this? Uh, if they were to read how you are right now. Yeah, um, I am happy and angry and sad and about to kill some Zrex. So you're a teenager. How many teenagers have killed Zrex? <laughs> the happy, angry, sad part. All right. So then it's going to be two or three days traveling to Hiller. Let me just roll encounters on the way to see if you encounter anything on your route there. Uh, on the first day out, um, who have that, that? That was a 21 was your perception from before. We'll just keep that right now. Deal. That uh, Jacob picks up on to the direct west of where you are is you're heading south southeast oh really the 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 road as it's being developed is heading right along the river itself that you see that there is a weird flock of birds that they're not moving the flock of birds should be moving but as you're watching them for a while and they shift and change going a different direction it would occur to you you think they're actually wasps Oh, oh, the big ones? Dang, big ones. the big oh, giant okay. wasps yeah. I point that out on the horizon. Say, hey, look, it's the consequences of our actions. <laughs> <laughs> the literal interpretation, like the, the, the 
the, the consequences. Okay. So and I'll fill is... Drew in if he hasn't seen them before. I'll fill okay. Drew in. Yeah, that's on... good. Now we you may also may know... not have blown up an ancient artifact and then released giant wasps on everything. It's possible. We also released giant wizards. Wizards. Lizards. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did release giant wizards too. We did. We, <laughs> we released just killed giant... a few in the process. <laughs> lizards that might be, you know, beneficial, but wasps less so. We haven't figured out how exactly they come in handy. Oh man, a division of, ra- of wasp riding paladins. Yes, please. But we know we, I did, can, we know we can eat them. I did immediately just realize I left all of my uh, poison stuff with uh, uh, Beckett Reed. I never picked it back up from him. Uh, yeah, it'll be there. Well, we're assuming that any of it was viable after a few months in your backpack. So my opportunity to get more. Let's ride headlong into battle. <laughs> now, this is way further north from where you first encountered them, where that oh. tunnel went under the mountain. So if they're expanding you know, out in a circle, it it's it's a little... A little dangerous to see that they've moved this far. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, Not really. totally surprising. Things that fly do indeed fly. Because you are... However, darn. <laughs> yeah, you're into the brim roar, but this is one of the more, you know, tamed corners of the brim roar uh, between Hiller and uh, Warland itself. Can I make a survival check to see if I can judge based on like their, their way that they're swarming? Are they doing like a... Are they relocating or are they attacking something? Yeah, go ahead and make your survival check. Uh, how's a 14... They're not swarming, so you don't believe there's any kind of a queen with them, that the whole a whole entire swarm is there, but it does look like there's about a dozen of them, and whatever area they're moving into, more than likely, they've already set up habitation over in that direction, and you think it would be still miles away, just out of your direction, but miles away west from okay. where you are. So. I don't think it's enough for us to make a detour because all we're going to be doing is killing you know, a dozen of them. We're not going to be killing the, the whole yeah, entire the hive. hive. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but it is something that if we can establish a couple of druid circles, that's maybe one of the missions that we can give them is to go out and try to get rid of these Damage things. control, yeah. Domesticate mm-hmm. or eradicate, right. as the case may be. Exactly. All right, so then on the uh, the second day, so by about the end of the second day, or about the middle of the second day, the road that was, you know, cart-wide, you know, if you could, you could ride on it, there's drainage dishes to the side, it's really just down to a path right now. And then halfway through the second day, it really isn't even a path anymore. You can see probably different marks along the way, you know, knotted cord tied off to a tree that's going to follow where eventually it's getting to Hiller, but there's really no more road here at all. So you're just pushing through some pretty overgrown country and it, it slows your movement pretty good. So it takes you... Does that give us the idea that maybe this road is being built from Hiller to Warland? Uh, it's being, well, from what you understood from talking to people in town, it's being built from both directions. Okay. So we just so, kind of reached the end of the construction here. From this yeah. end. Okay. Right. Yeah. We're in the markered area, not the built area. Right. Makes so sense. Then by- Probably at this point, having to dismount and guide the horses instead of- It'd be a lot easier. Yeah. Than, uh, than just riding- well, on the bright side, being a ranger and we're in my favorite terrain, we don't move at any sort of a, a, a discount or a, a, what's the word? Deficit? Deficit to our yeah. speed. Even the horses with you, they can- Yeah. You my, my, whole, my whole party is able to move through uh, oh. my favorite terrain at no slowdown. Well, then never freaking mind. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, you guys are uh, stepping through this area and you're glad you have druids and rangers with you. Yeah, right. And then on the third day- as you're traveling, you can see that you're getting into the start, the end, the most northerly portion of the construction from the Hiller side. And it seems there's more work from the Hiller side, really, than there was from the Warland side, probably because they have you know, fewer distractions construction-wise in their area. 
and uh, you get pretty quickly onto a road. And then after a few more hours, you're actually into where they're cobblestoning the road. So it's making it a true proper, proper road. Uh, and then you travel it for the rest of the day. Um, and then again, on the fourth day, and you believe that you'll be getting to, judging by the, the landmarks along the river, which you've been paralleling this whole time, that you'll be on this fourth day getting to Hiller. And you see that again, to the south, southwest, there are more, there's more evidence of wasps flying over in that direction. Oh, gosh. Yeah, definitely something the druids need to start working on. Yeah, what kind yeah. of what kind of evidence am I am I dealing with here? Like, would it actually be something that I could spend a little bit of time tracking? Because going back another thing with favorite terrain and natural explorer, if I spend some time tracking creatures, I can learn their exact numbers, sizes, and how long since they passed through the area. Well, there's no there's no tracker anything being left on the ground here. You visually saw them. Okay, moving. just more subtle evidence. It's just like it reassures. There's nothing to where I can actually see. Like, oh, they were here, like touching the tree. Like, here's a sign of a I don't know. They. You know, they burn into it, you know, know. chewed something off it. Yeah. No, you literally saw some flying okay. to, to the south-southwest. No exact numbers. Okay. All right. And then you get to Hiller. And again, the town is, it's like, it's like there's a road going right through the town where before it was just that little bit of a pier and the town was just there all by itself. There was like no real way into it or out of it. If you recall when there was somebody tracking you in Hiller, right, there, yeah. there was no real road going out of town, just a couple of trails. Uh, now there's this cobblestone road that goes right through the middle of the town and it goes out the other end of the town and is heading presumably in the direction of Shepton. Right on. Uh, so getting a place to stay. Yeah. Is yeah. there a place to stay? Since tonight? we're about to take a long rest, well, I'll do something there, that we... There was the inn. Yeah. yeah. Right uh, I'll do something corner. that we hadn't done since we were here last because we were tracking that whole undead thing and I'll... Even though it doesn't give me exact location, I'll activate that uh, um, primeval awareness thing so I can judge like within six miles, are there any aberrations, celestials, dragons, um, elementals, phase, fiends, or undead? Just to give us an idea, is there anything wonky going on within the six mile radius of the town? Six miles. Yes, there is. Oh. Uh, in the very direction that yeah, you're... Yeah, I don't get to know the direction. I just get to okay. know. Oh, wow. That, yeah. that's, that's it's, not a great, it's not a great thing, Beep. but I just know that it's happening so I can just share with them. It's like, hey, so there's... There's wonkiness. There's wonkiness nearby. Uh, What did I, what did I hear? Yeah, what flavor of wonkiness? There's wonkiness afoot. You would, so you can sense what, what type of... I can sense what it is, but not where it is. Okay. Uh, Dragon or dragon-like? Oh, and so I say, okay. And I share that with the whole party. Within six miles, there is a dragon. Within six miles? This is what you get for crap talking, me calling myself Dragon Slayer. (laughs) (laughs) Karma. Because now we're going to have to fight an actual freaking dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. Um, well, I'm going indoors. So you guys get a room in the Hiller Inn, and you did come back through this way once, did you not? Yeah. Or is this the first time you've been here since you like departed uh, in the night? I'm no. I remember. No, I think. Yeah. We, yeah. We came back through to okay, uh, yeah, place w- the trunk. Long time ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. They thought we were complete weirdos because we just vanished, you know, like the day after we stayed, and then just like never returned until we came from the wrong direction yeah. a month later. Yeah. You guys. You guys placed the. Um, uh, the, ba- the base. You have the trunk. Right. Oh, we have the, the trunk now. That's right. Roots. Yeah. So. So wait a minute. I can locate plant trunk. or animal. Um, within five miles. I mean, uh, can you uh, with animal? Can you target dragons with animals? I have describe no idea. or name a specific kind of beast or plant. Concentrating on the voice of nature in your surroundings, you learn the direction and distance to the closest creature or plant of that kind within five miles, if any are present. Dragons are not technically beasts. Yeah. Yeah. Are they plants? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got a plant dragon. Yup. Though per 3.5, you could have a plant dragon because dragon, the half dragon template can be applied to anything. 
because that makes sense. How worried are we about this dragon? Because I could send Jast out and she could fly not. around to see if she could find yeah. it. It's really We're odd. not worried about a freaking dragon? I, I activated that just as a merely just like, hey, let's see. And it really is awful that it doesn't give you any uh, any good information. It's just like, yep, there's it's something within. engenders fear. Yeah, whatever that radius would be, a six mile radius sphere or uh, a sphere around me, there's a dragon somewhere. All right, but, and then how long does that okay. effect last, or is it just uh, like an hour? And how many times a day can you do that? Uh, it's a spell slot, so okay. seven. Yeah. All right. Then the next day, they're 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 more interested in news from the south. Oh, sorry, I did it again. In news from the north, uh, what's happening out in that direction, uh, and that they have made contact with Shepton, and there's increased movement. You know, foot traffic. Some people that want to make a new name for themselves, a life for themselves, have moved to Shepton. Uh, instead of moving into Warland, but it is going both ways. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more movement in this part of the Brimroar where there never has been ever before. But then the next day, so they're you guys... finally fulfilling the anticipated charter of their town. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, they're getting successful. Right on. And then you're heading out. So you're following the road out that's leading towards Shepton, but you know that you've got to diverge from that long before you get to Shepton. To actually get to Azonga's, you know, the area of Azonga's yeah. town. And I do have that note. Uh, we were, um, uh, I don't remember, like we were looking at the the walls of the the mural in the, uh, I think the House Zalatus. Uh, it might have been closer to Sarntar Azul now that I'm thinking of it, but it was just something about the hills of the Brimroar, being able to recognize like where these areas are. Yeah, that was. I think that was closer yeah, to that was, Sarntar Azul. Um, Sarntar Azul was the one end, the throne of Indara was the other so where between them was, you know, that ancestral okay. seat. Yeah, so yeah. You, the, the hills looked familiar to you, like, you, because you were there in that long, yeah. broad valley. I just remember, like, you had me write down what I got for that perception check, yeah. just for it to come into play later. So well, That was good. That's what this, is, this is for, not the south, for the south, for the south. For the south, for the south. Yeah. But also, um, I imagine we, we know the area reasonably well. I imagine we probably would have made a really good mental note of where the uh, Zongos Tower is. So Yeah. yeah and also guys... favored terrain shenanigans, apparently. Also that, yes. Yeah. So two days traveling out, you've already left the road that's under construction. And again, this end of the road around Hiller is much nicer than the end that it was down there near Warland. And we're moving even faster because apparently we can maneuver horses through this terrain because of you. Quote, difficult terrain does not slow your group's travel. Yay! So uh, we'll, we'll go with that. Works yeah. for me. But then uh, when it's on the road, it's just a road. <laughs> it's exactly. It's really easy to go. But then once you leave it, and it'd be kind of, it'd be, it'd be crazy to see that in a way that slows your travel. You think about walking through the woods, taking a horse through it. It's like, no, zip, magic, you know, yeah. or knowledge. I think technically his is maneuvering. Zelens is, his, is his the stuff magic stuff literally bends yeah. out of the way. And although, like, we also cannot become lost except by magical means. So mm. just, I'm so comfortable in this area that I'm just so good. Yeah, I love it. So after that, Best boy. Uh, about two yeah. days... You cross that stream where you guys first encountered the bear. Oh, God. Remember that? That, that oh, place yeah, you were you know, that. held up there. And then, and there's no encounters otherwise in that region. And then the next day, you are on the approaches, going up the steep incline to where the water is rushing down to, you know, from that, that middle branch. And you arrive at that step plateau of Azango's Tower. How are our friends reacting to this? perfected bit of nature it, 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 that there is ooze and ahs the whole time this that, is horseshoe uh, falls right that you, right yeah so that of course you know that it is tantamount to an illusion that the water looks like it's running over where it used to where really it's falling yeah short of that and running through that area 
So it, they, they, it's lovely. It's beautiful. Yeah, but the the mega trout are still mega trout. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I'll, and remember, we give advantage on any wisdom based checks while we're here. I remember that bit. I think yeah. Wisdom and intelligence. Oh, that makes sense. And they are in love with the place immediately. And they start, they're asking questions. Let's see, we could set up a, a, a circle over there. We could plant this. And they're just like talking to themselves, already working where they're going to be building, you know, huts or whatever uh, to make their space to live. And he says like, well, don't get, don't get too yeah. excited just yet. We got to mm. show you the important bit. Dismount, right? tie off the horses and walk through some illusions. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So we, we and we're br- So if we bring them with us, do we have seven then? We have six. Do we bring them with us into a Zongo's the tower? Three of us, one of him and how many acolytes? Two. 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 Mm, yeah. yeah. Six. I think it would make it, it, we should be showing them what they're here to protect. I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. We trust them. They're good That's people. The Makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> but but you guys can't go inside. What? Well, well, it's not that you can't go inside. You you can't. You cannot go inside. Like you are <laughs> physically incapable. <laughs> Without us, you probably will not be able to get into the thing. So all of you go into the lower portion. You go through where water used to, mm-hmm. uh, not flows out below that. And you're in that lower chamber that has all of those niches and it has the central pillar column and you can still see the root base to the Adley statue. So I am going to describe to them what's going to happen because it freaked, we weren't How sure. How do you to... know what's going to happen? Because I don't know what's spiders. going to happen. The spiders. The oh, spiders. that's part. Okay. I thought you meant so like the when part we put the, we do know. I think when we put the, the trunk on there, it's like, how do you know what's going to no, happen? No, so that it, because we were freaked out when the spiders came and weren't sure if we should let them grab us or not. So I'm going to. We is a strong word. <laughs> the druid was the one scared of the giant spider. Um, so I'm going to tell druid, okay. it's Drew and the acolytes what to expect, so they know that that they're safe and they're fine. And okay, they Drew. again, you know, how can you, you know, giant spiders come down here and grab a hold of giant you? Giant translucent, translucent spiders, spiders yeah. right? And then zip Let you up into the air. Grab you. It's right. going to be crazy. Roll with it. Right. The, yeah. If you have to pee, go outside and do that now. Do not dismount from the spider. Yes. Ever. Right. So, as you are getting into it, so I'm guessing trunk comes first. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited for this part. And who's placing it? I think the good guy. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's me. Yeah. yeah. I guess, well, I guess and at that you point, also have the hand. It's like, I give it, oh yeah. <laughs> no, we're all good. Okay. The extremely good guy. Bit, bit of background. Um, in almost every campaign David and I have ever played in, he turns evil. Somehow, just by circumstance. Not intentionally. It's just so easy <laughs> to turn yeah. evil. Like like, okay. like in one, he was... Actually, Auburn was, was extremely good. No, he was neutral evil to but, boss around the goblins. But, but thankfully, it. that hasn't happened here. So it has not. Sounds like Boris yeah. has the trunk. Yeah, so I, I imagine like you gave it to us when you... Actually, if you had started going uh, to... You, you had it in your pack. Yeah. Okay, that's, I, I got it back from uh, them. So yeah, I'll ceremoniously hand it over to Boris. Let him like, here, you yeah, have the honors place get it to line up however one does that. right well you can see that there was a recess in the top of the the root even the better base to it right uh and the the actual trunk itself looks like it's uh, a petrified wood the i'm not sure we ever got into the details no, we of this did. we never did that it is some kind of a petrified stone and go ahead and make um let's see nature perception checks would make the most sense can do that uh, uh, nature check. My nature and perception are the same. Oh, yeah, so, so they are. Um, so twenty-two. Perception is a. But do it as a nature nature check for you. Oh, well, that's a seventeen. Okay. You're not proficient in nature, right? I'm not proficient that's in so, nature. That's so crazy. <laughs> and I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proficient. <laughs> so seventeen, and what was that? Jacob? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So you're you're all getting this. You're saying this is you're looking at it, and I shouldn't say for the first time. Maybe this happened you know, a week ago that the stone, the patterning of this stone is very reminiscent to the stone that's in the Talfava River 
on which Boris and the and all the three of you, I should say, it wasn't just Boris, that you were each first brought into the noble state by the former Baron of Warland. And that music played. Huh. Oh, right. so that, yeah, we we had like the, uh, there was those rumors uh, that, that oh. it was petrified Adelaide. Oh, yeah. So this almost like very reasonably confirming. locks that into yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, that this thing, Jacob, you, you would believe that you're right, that this stone is actually, it seems like it's petrified Adlai tree. Whoa. So the rumors are right. And that, okay, that explains that magic music we found. It, you were standing on magical petrified wood, yeah. magical music, magical man. Well, specifically, that's what Adlai's do. It's part of, you know, a kind of a coming of age ritual for the actual proper nobility that you touch essentially like the seed within the Adlai um, and act as a conduit and hear kind of the music of your purpose in Uko's divine plan. That's why I couldn't hear it. I don't know my part of the plan. Huh. No one hears their own when they go through that process. Huh. But it was like an echo of that. Not quite the same, yeah. but an echo of that. And that is something that happens here. As Boris sets that down, both Jacob and Zelen are aware that that same music that was faint and soft before, you hear it now as though it's coming out of the walls. Uh, Boris, you're just setting the thing down. You're not hearing anything at all. And it's the same music. It yeah. sounds like that same music, that same mm. tune. And I, like, I go, it's like, like, what happens if I touch it while he's also putting it in the bass? So, Zelen, you hear there is a new tune beginning. And Boris, you suddenly ah. hear music. Uh, Jacob, from your perception, there's no additional sound. I'm going to walk up and up touch up, it too. See, I, I'll go there. I imagine their expressions have to change. Yeah. Like, even though yeah, it's not I, here, can, like, I can hear both of your music. So yeah. you're, you're all hearing this. And of course, I hope to God they harmonize. Drew and the others are standing back and the music does overlap and they complement each other. But each of you are hearing two strains of music, two different themes. And that is the other two. They're holding it and no one's aware of their own, how that works. None of you hear all three right. themes, you know, playing together. Drew is a lucky guy. Well, that's neat. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, with that, if you have either an arcana or if you have um, religion, go ahead and make those rolls. Religion, I do, I not do have, have proficiency in either of those, but More a natural 12 still means a 14. Uh, 19 for a 24. Nine. <laughs> All right. So, was wait, that so nine, the nine number or nine? And no. 14. And 14. And what did you say? 24. 24. Okay. So, the, the 24 wins. No. That. In that moment, hearing that music, you don't know if it's because all three of you are touching it or if it's just that this second piece to this Adlai statue is put into place, but you feel, Boris, you feel a presence, uh, an intellect that is here now and almost pushing through, like through a mist or a veil, you believe that you are getting something of the very presence of of Izongo itself. Wow. As though having two thirds of this thing back is enough to reawaken Izongo's latent or hidden presence here at this tower. Wow. Um, and again, from where you're standing at this point, you can see the tower above you in that, that, that ethereal like, you know, image. And for all three of you, it looks like it's like flickering and flashing as though it almost becomes real and then flickers back out again. It's real for a second again, then it flickers back out again. Uh, but Boris, you believe that Izongo is present and here in some quasi-sleeping way right now. Wow. And with that realization, and you went, wow, that you, you're aware of the presence of Izongo on some level and the tower's flickering. Jacob, 
Zellin, you're feeling the same thing. And looking out and above the tower, it looks like it's made of clouds. You believe you can see there is a dragon flying around and it looks like it's getting lower, it's dipping closer until where it is flying right where the tower would be. And as far as form and shape, it looks just like that apparition that rose out of the bones way back at Shapanov's mission. Oh, oh wow. wow. And as it's hovering so close, like, like right above where the tower itself would be, almost like inside the tower, Boris, you're getting a particular connection to it, maybe because you're the one that, that put the actual trunk in place, but you can hear Izongo in your own head, and it is saying, join me in power. Wow. None of us hear that? Yeah, we can't hear it. That, that seems to be just specific to Boris. Like he said, wow, again, and you don't know why beyond if he's just exclaiming that again. Yeah, uh, religion check to in. The delightful thing about having read your book is I know what a graft is. I don't know Boris knows what a graft <laughs> is. Go ahead. So religion check to know what that is. Uh, oh. It's a 22. Nice. That you know that abbots graft themselves in a very particular way in a special ceremony with sky servants. But it's actually like a physical thing that there's a physical sky servant that can also take on different form. This seems something like that, but different to that grafting because you're not an abbot and it's not a typical sky servant and it's not even fully awakened. But it does seem as though it's inviting you in some way to draw on a different kind of power. So then telepathically akin to the grafting? Um, yeah. Or, and the, actually I'd say that aloud. So they're at least getting half the conversation. I think really hard. Okay. Um, and so Boris says just that, you know, akin to the grafting and the you're dr- looking up at the, so the dragon. I'm thinking as a druid, I know what grafting means. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, cutting people, you're cutting things apart and putting them together. So I'm going to, I would like to look to try to see if I can perceive anything about this dragon. Like is, yeah, is I, just, he, I just match his go, eyes. Go ahead and uh, roll that as an insight. And, uh, oh, sorry, yeah. 18. And you get that there's nothing about grafting in the traditional sense of, you know, how okay. you graft apple trees or peach trees or something. Uh, but the, the image of the dragon pauses, nods his head, you know, to all of you. It's difficult to see where his eyes are focused. But in your own mind, again, Boris, it says, yes, like a grafting, uh, similar. I accept. Can you say that out loud? Yeah. Okay. Um, And again, the dragon spreads its wings and there is a glow that's around it and you all level up. Oh, yeah. Nice. Whoa. Now, inferring a bit what you're doing here and our own discussions about where Boris is going. All right. um, I'm taking this to mean I can take a level in Warlock, specifically Pact of the Celestial. You certainly could because that's how, that that would be the power source to do just that. Yeah, I've been wanting some more like cantropy utility stuff and chiefly arranged weapon that doesn't take attunement. <laughs> yeah, since I'm the melee fighter, you may as well get something ranged. Right, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, and also I'd uh, hinted at it, I think outright blatantly said it before, that I'm interested in multi-classing into... Uh, and with the experiences you've had over rogue. the past couple of months in Karn Keldley, yeah, that uh, for you to multi-class in Rogue makes an awful lot of sense. Hey, do I want to multi-class? 
I don't know what happens for druids at level eight. I guess I already kind of am because I have the wizard book. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of multi-classing druid, wizard, and alchemist. Neener, neener, I went first. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're multi-classing without actually expending you know, sacrificing Anything. class right. cool yeah. class benefits. Yeah. Yep. That you're still getting all your druid stuff. You're I'm, doing better multi-classing. Yeah, you're you're mega multi-class. Happens when you sleep with the DM. Another t-shirt. It's <laughs> <laughs> been kind of a recurring one now. I know. So yeah. <laughs> Cantrips, a bit more healing stuff, and communing with dragon spirit. Right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, is this dragon the same dragon that we saw the skeleton of? It is. Yeah, it's oh, so cool. Oh, so wow. that, okay, so the dragon is Azongo, or at least the the, the as servant, a, as a the servant that he's yeah. attached well, to, or that that sky servant. That right. Without word. simply just saying yes to that, there's a little more religiousy. You know, how is it the same one? But in essence, yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jacob does not know at all how religion works. Just that apparently Boris does it very well. Good job. <laughs> Drew says, "I don't know what just happened. What's going on in here?" But are we going to go up there now? Uh, and as that happens, that dragon image fades out of the tower, though you can still feel the presence, uh, you particularly at this point, Boris. Yeah. And uh, he's looking aloft. He says, I want to ride those spiders up to the top. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to get the full text of Sigmund and Lady Morskimmon's letters to Boris, check out TheEmpiresEdge.com. Send us feedback and ideas at The Empire's Edge on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to support us, check out our subscribe star at subscribestar.com slash the-empires-edge. 